Good morning, everybody. I uh, looking forward to having a few minutes with you today. Um, there's a uh, another set of notes that uh, are available as a post. So uh, see if you can get to those. But if uh, if you haven't yet, you might want to just wait. But if you're going to watch this later, go ahead and download them so you can follow along. And uh, I'm going to have to rush a little bit because there's a couple of key things I want to say. What we've been talking about lately from the very beginning is what stops us, what blocks us from getting where we want to go. And um, if in the notes, I talk about there's two things you need to know if somebody asks you for directions over the phone, like I want to get to here. Uh, the other thing you need to know if you're going to give somebody directions over the phone is where are you now? Like to tell you how to get to there, I got to know where you are now. And um, I just have found in my own life recently that uh, part of what gets me in trouble occasionally is not slowing down long enough. You know, I'll think about where I want to go and my wife and I will regroup on what we think God wants to do, you know. And uh, but occasionally, very, very occasionally, regularly, we need to just kind of have moments where we like, God, where where am I now? What's going on inside me now? Um, the culture around us would I think it's safe to say, does life in this order? Do, have, be. In other words, what I do and what I have defines my identity, who I be, who I am. Um, so doing, having, and being. And, um, you know, because of that, our identity, our worth, and our value are based on what we do, what we achieve, what we have, who we fit in with, who we're accepted by, um, and all those kinds of things. And there's this constant pressure to uh, do more, have more, you know, be perceived as busy and important and all those kinds of things. And uh, it's just not a fun way to live. And uh, recently someone challenged me because I had shared my story about how, oh, I guess now it's been about five years ago, I kind of had a crash and burn. And, you know, I think it's cool. I share my story and, oh, gee, whatever. And this lady comes up to me afterwards and she says, well, have you ever gotten to the bottom of why, why you ignored the warning signs and kept going? And, you know, I just got through speaking and I'm just like, whatever. What are you, what are you talking about? I mean, this isn't a line of people that want to talk. And as soon as she turned to walk away, the thought hit me that I've shared already for, from the first of this year, I am a disappointment. And what I realized was going way back to before my crash, I, it had already started and it had already begun to whisper to me that if you don't step it up, if you don't, you know, if you don't get your game better, if you don't, you know, if you don't push harder, you're going to be a disappointment. And, uh, and I never had seen that that far back. And I thought, oh my gosh, man. And, and here's where it's led me. We, we've been talking about identify challenge and change. Identify your ants, your automatic negative thoughts. Challenge them. You know, like push back. You're lazy, you'll never mount to anything. God, is that true? No, Chipper, I made you kind of relax and lay back so hurting people be comfortable talking to you. And then change it, you know. But, the, but a piece that's, that's missing in most of our lives that it's going gonna, it's gonna to invalidate everything I'm saying is this. You've got to figure out how 
to slow down, get quiet, and allow God to talk to you. Here's, here's the way I want to say it to you. If, you. if you have the notes, if you don't, you, you'll be fine. But we have a phrase that in our culture, don't just sit there, do something. Well, as I was going into this year, I felt like God took that phrase and switched it around and said this, don't just do something, sit there. And I felt like, you know, Colleen and I were planning our year and we were working on, you know, I think we're going to do this. We need to get better at this. And, you know, and and it was in all that we felt very good about what we were planning. But there was I had this unrest. And then God said that and it it kind of just got my attention, made me a little bit more observant. And that's when God said, the phrase, I am a disappointment, and helped me realize that that ant, automatic negative thought, had crept back up in, in my soul. So what I want to talk to you about is how to play with the phrase, don't just do something, sit there. I believe as a culture, we, we're always in a hurry. We're always trying to pack more into the time and space we have than we can it, it, it do accomplish, but I would go even further that we definitely pack more in than we can really enjoy, absorb, and attend to. So I just want to read you some of the notes, and um, I believe, don't just do something, sit there. I believe the missing key in most of our lives is what I would call radical rest, radical rest. And I remember years ago, I was getting ready to do a sermon, and I wanted to use the word radical, man, we're radical. And I looked it up, and I was kind of surprised that it didn't mean what I thought it meant. I thought radical was like on fire, fervent, oh, man, we're burning for Jesus or, what, or whatever else. But I found that the word radical means to get to the root. Radical surgery deals with the root of a problem, not the symptoms. So radical rest is rest that gets deep enough to touch the root of your problem. Not the branches and the fruit out here, but slowing down, shutting out all of this to where you and God can get that deep enough to touch the roots of your problem. And I think that's what Sabbath is meant to do. So the next statement in your notes, if you have them, is cultivate a Sabbath mindset and a Sabbath lifestyle. Now, I'm going to just read you a few statements of what I mean by that. I'm not real big on the whole, oh, you know, Friday's my Sabbath. Because <coughs> for most of it, it's just a glorified day off and, you know, maybe we read our Bible or whatever. I, I want to help you get deeper to where God can do surgery on your soul. So here's a couple of statements. A Sabbath mindset or lifestyle is, and all these statements are going to be what a Sabbath mindset or lifestyle is. A mental and spiritual attitude, attitude of heart. It's not the inevitable result of spare time, a holiday, a weekend, or a vacation. A Sabbath mindset or lifestyle is an intentional, regular realignment, realignment of ourselves from the inside out with God's reality, culture, and kingdom. It's backing up, quieting down to where God can show you the little places or big ones where you're out of sync with his reality, his culture, and his kingdom. 
Uh, a Sabbath mindset or lifestyle is built on moments or seasons of silence and contemplative or contemplative attention to things in which we begin to see God, ourselves, and our world from his perspective. we got to get quiet. We've got to slow down and let God chipper. You're seeing the world around you through the filter of your automatic negative thoughts. I don't feel that way about you. Please adjust your perception. A Sabbath mindset or lifestyle is the direct opposite, excuse me, <coughs> the direct opposite of effort. Effort is, you know, the locomotive. A Sabbath mindset or lifestyle is a mindset of receptivity, a mindset of recognizing there's gifts, God's floating around you, and he wants you to slow down long enough to receive them. Um, and the final thought is a, a, a Sabbath mindset or lifestyle is, remember we said that the world's way of doing, establishing your worth and value and identity is do, have, be. Well, a Sabbath mindset or lifestyle is shifting from do, have, be to be, have, do. And be is identity. I am a beloved son of the Most High God. I am a, a friend to some really cool people. I am really good at some stuff. Now, I am not so good at some stuff, but who is that not true of? And because of who I am, what I am in God, I have certain things. I have access to his throne. I have his favor. You see where I'm going? And then after all of that, who I am and what I have, now let's go do some cool stuff. So I just want to help you. If we're going to identify challenge and change, destructive thoughts that are buried deep in our soul, we've got to figure out how to slow down and listen. Love you guys. See you next week. Bless you, man.